Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. If you cross me, no Louis Vuitton for you. <laughs> I almost did Louis Vuitton. <laughs> no, I almost said Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. If you call me chubby, I will send the devil after you. <laughs> the devil is a lie. I'm Tyler. I'm Travis. And this is Privileged Twinks. Privileged Twinks. A podcast where we recap the Salt Lake City, the Real Housewives. <laughs> Las, of Salt Lake City. Las Esposas Reales. Of Salt Lake City. <laughs> episode 13, season 2. Yeah. No, wait, episode 12. This is episode 13 of the podcast because last week we recapped The Housewife and The Shaw Shocker. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so if you want to listen to that one, go ahead um, and click back. Or if you want to watch that, we didn't really learn too much new. Um, but this week... It was very chaotic. Very chaotic. A little upsetting. I had to pause so many times to take (laughs) notes. Because normally I just take notes on my phone. And this time it was, like, going so fast. I literally had to pause it so many times toward the end. I had to go see my therapist on my lunch break (laughs) to deal with the trauma. Honestly, uh, it's odd because I feel like there hasn't been another time, really. I mean, I haven't watched that many Housewives franchises so correct me if I'm wrong but I can't think of a time where like I was fully just against like four of the main protagonists like and what they were saying and doing like normally when there's like one or two people normally there's a big fight one or two people I'm like they're in the wrong whereas this one ended with me being like every one of them besides Heather and Whitney I'm like fully not on their side right now yeah I think it's probably happened. Because uh, I'm thinking, I can think of a few times. I don't know if it was that many, but there's been some big fights on Atlanta uh, that were pretty nasty. And New Jersey, that was pretty, that I think, you know. Yeah. It just kind of felt like. kind of got wronged. It felt like from an audience perspective, like this whole time, we've kind of been seeing this manipulation from Lisa and like clocking it. And then this time. It was like, and then it seems like pretty much everybody else was kind of clocking it too. Like even Meredith with the Cameron thing. Like it seemed to me like we were going in this direction of like, everyone's going to end up on the opposite side of Lisa and Mary. And it went left. And it went the opposite. Left. Fully left. Yeah. I mean, I think it has happened before, um, but it doesn't happen often. And this was a very, and I think that's why it kind of felt like a, icky almost episode because it was like yeah. ooh this is low down in some ways it's kind of like the fall of Meredith in my eyes like oh, I mean we're kind of jumping the gun here I have thoughts and opinions on it but I'd rather talk about it when we get to it or we can do it now but no we can we can start do you have any personal things you want to talk about before we jump into the episode no but I just happy holidays everybody I know it's past Thanksgiving but we're in the holiday season and everybody's traveling be safe 
Wow, and it's our anniversary on the day of recording this. Oh, yay, 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 yay. <laughs> Another holiday to be sure. Four years today. Four years, five hours and 22 minutes and 33 seconds. Technically, it. I guess, what time do you think we went on our first date? I think I was supposed to meet you at like seven. So probably like right at this exact moment we were meeting four years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were eating Tom Tom's... Tom Yum Soup. Tom Tom. Tom Tom Soup. Tom Yum Soup and sweating. Sweating. Yeah, I accidentally... Well, not accidentally, but we went to a Thai restaurant and I got this Tom Yum seafood soup and then they were like, how hot do you want it? And they like listed the scale and it went all the way up to Thai hot and I was like, Thai hot. And then I was, and then like immediately regretted it because I was just fully sweating in front of him. Yeah, but you... I mean, you survived. Yeah. So I think after recording, we're going to go to a Thai restaurant to commemorate the occasion. Don't we always do Thai on this day? Yeah, but... I feel like there might have been one year where we didn't do it. I don't think we did it in Florida last year. Mm. Did we? And then the time before, we had plans to go out, and then you fell asleep, so I ordered it. And then it was really bad. Oh, yeah, but it was Thai food. It was Thai food, though. Okay, well, let's just go ahead and get into this. So we pick up where the last episode left off, but then they kind of do this rewind thing, and they reveal that Lisa had dinner with Cameron a month ago. Mm-hmm. Which will be more relevant later in the episode. Right. So he said that he mortgaged his house for Mary's surgery. And she said the gland surgery, and he was like, yeah, that, and some did other he say, stuff. Did he, okay, he did confirm. I can't remember if he said that specifically or if he just meant... He basically was saying she was having a lot of surgeries and then that basically their house kind of like helped it. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't... It's interesting because why is she needing her, a church member to mortgage her, his home to pay for it? That's what I was kind of thinking. If she has all this money. Oh, he basically was saying like it felt like a matter of like he's going to heaven or hell if he does if he gives her the money or doesn't give her the money. So yeah, like very... I mean, the general fear being that Mary is somehow either God or the voice of God. Yeah. And that what she says goes. And if she's feeling particularly capricious, yeah. that your fate is on the chopping block. So then we go back. It goes back to the present day and Vail and Lisa starts crying, um, saying it was traumatizing for Cameron. Cameron's her friend. But then she's like, just because I believe Cameron doesn't mean I can't also feel close to Mary. Mm. What did you think about this? Because I have a hard time... Like, I know they're both acquaintances, but, you know, like, there's a difference between a really good friend that you would back 100% versus somebody that you know pretty well or somebody that you're just social with. And I feel like if you're saying you're really good friends with both of these people, that's a certain thing that you can't... I don't know. I couldn't be friends with somebody if I really believed that they forced... Right. Use leverage or pressure from their position of power, you know, religiously... To get them to pay for their personal gain. I mean, like, that's a that's a character flaw that yeah. I really couldn't get past. I mean, if you're to the point of tears over like crying about this friend um, having lost money to someone, then I don't think you can also be on that someone's side. Right. Like you have to pick a side. Basically. Yeah, that's a that is a side chooser. Yeah. 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 It's not like uh, a situation where one of your friends said the other one, you know, dresses like. Mary. <laughs> yeah. Or is chubby, you know, like this is a big uh a big deal. But and I, I don't and I and I get I don't want to downplay that though. 
No, I know, but that's like something where you could be like, I don't agree with my friend who's mad at you for saying that kind of insult. Yeah. But that's a, a difference between a superficial insult and some putting somebody in a precarious or damaging somebody financially. You know, I don't know Cameron's situation. Maybe he's a millionaire and $300,000 isn't that big of a deal to him. But but it doesn't sound like that's the if case. If he's a millionaire, I don't think he would have a $300,000 house. Yeah, but whatever. That's the, it doesn't... It doesn't matter. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, maybe it's not a huge deal to him at this point, the number, but for most people, that is a lot of money. I think Lisa wanted to stir the pot and doesn't truly care about this Cameron person, or else she wouldn't go be friends with Mary again so quickly. Right. Okay, so Meredith says... She says she's not going to sit there and listen. Yeah, to them talk about Mary, basically. Mm. Um, And then they all... Which you were kind of saying, like, maybe that you didn't think Meredith had a dog, like, was okay to say this. Yeah, she just... I get where she's coming from, in the sense that she's, like... I think, like you said previously, she was realizing that she was kind of in the shit-stirring a little bit. Yeah. And thinking about how it kind of happened to her and she didn't want to participate in that. But she was involved in how all this came up. Yes. Uh, with Cameron and with Whitney. Oh, my God. I'll see her. Projectile vomit. <laughs> the cat just projectile vomited off the top of the cat tree. Hang on. Um, you were saying she was shit string. She realized she was shit string. I you forgot. Say what you I were said. ready. I thought I was ready. <laughs> Basically, I just don't think that Meredith. I don't think on this particular trip, like she was trying to get it out of Lisa last night because Lisa was skirting around the bush or last week. But okay. I, I don't think she necessarily like. I think she was trying to purposely keep herself out of it, quote unquote, after talking with Mary in the square or whatever. But maybe it was the realization of the type of accusation. Because prior to yeah. this, the only thing that had been said were things that had already been circulating. The cult type thing, which everybody says Meredith would have already seen online, which they had all seen online. Yes. But the whole mortgaging your house, $300,000 thing, is a new bit of info that is very defamatory if not true yes and very bad if true you know what I'm saying? so maybe the gravity of the Situation. accusation made her go whoa 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 we're going out too far maybe but then it but then she kind of turns it back on herself and she's like you guys have heard so many things about jen she's a bad person to me like she's done so many things to terrorism and trauma to my entire family <laughs> like what the heck she was drinking I know, but I just mean, she's basically, I, I don't know, it's just like a weird comparison to make. It was also strange, oh, sorry. I don't know, I don't know that there's anything more that I have to say, other than that it was just like weird. I thought it was really strange that she looked down the whole time. Like, oh, it, yeah. As in, I think she was really upset about it, and she could, but I just thought it was weird that she was so upset that she couldn't look people in the face when she was talking about it. And is that because you have strong emotions or because you're feeling guilty about your involvement? Or, like, she had some type of emotion that prevented her from, like, looking people in the face while she's talking about it. She stared at the ground the entire time. Yeah, I just don't know, like, exactly... She's just backtracking. This whole episode kind of made Meredith go down a few marks. (laughs) 
<laughs> in my book um, because it just was like so she did something later on too that we'll circle back to but that I didn't like at this the didn't very really, end yeah this didn't really bother me so much because I understand especially now thinking about like the type of accusation I get maybe yeah. why she started to be like whoa we're in too deep and she's trying to be a good friend I think in right. her mind right but it is a little you know I mean yeah it's a little she just got in the murk and she's in murky waters basically yeah, yeah. So, also, that I think she kind of realizes, like, oh, I'm in these murky waters, and I don't want that to be me to be portrayed that way on TV or by Mary. Right. Um, so then Lisa gets mad, or Lisa gets mad at Meredith for, I think, I wrote, I think, question mark, because it was very strange. Lisa gets mad at Meredith because Meredith isn't having her side. Well, okay, but Meredith was also dragging it out of Lisa. Yeah. And when Lisa finally blurted it out, then Mer- Meredith is like, we don't need to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so Lisa's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and maybe Lisa's mad because she's like, you're not owning it. Or, like, you're saying all these things about Jen, but then it's okay to say about Mary. I don't know what it was. But Lisa gets mad and it supposedly goes to bed. But then we find out she doesn't go to bed. She goes to Mary's room. Mm-hmm. Also, I wonder, like, what time it is. <laughs> because... They all stay up apparently hours later. Yeah, I don't know. They did need a. They needed the the Jinshaw arrest timestamps on this episode. They really did because this was a lot. Lisa goes to Mary's room. She's like immediately tells her that people have been talking about her outside about online about the things that were said online. Blah, blah, and then she's like, oh, and then this Cameron thing, but you know, like that's whatever. I'm his friend and I'm your friend. Blah, blah, and they like. Skirt over it. Lisa does. Yeah, and then Mary has this really weird expectation. I mean, it's not really weird, honestly, in real life, but, like, for a reality show, mm-hmm. um, that if you're friends with somebody, you shouldn't be talking about them, like, those types of topics when they're not there. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't think that's realistic. In, in a real life, either. She also chose to go to bed. I know, but I don't think that's a realistic expectation of your friends in real life all the time. But also, it would make more sense in a real-life situation, whereas and you're on a reality show where, like, it's, you know, that's just part and parcel. Like, they're going to chit-chat about it, all of each other, you know? So, yeah. like, why are you... I don't know. It seems like a weird approach. Well, everything Mary did this episode was weird. But it kind of sounds like Lisa, in this moment, she, like, pins almost all of it on Whitney. She did. She this- said that Whitney's been saying that people think she's God and that people mm-hmm. are... Speaking for her, um, Lisa's also doing that thing that she where she when she's lying she just blinks like every point oh two seconds. Stop the blink. <laughs> I think this is where I've arrived with Lisa. I'm kind of reevaluating my position. Oh yeah, because prior to this, I felt like she was, you know, a little LVP light, somebody who was trying to like yeah. You know, direct drama, orchestrate, be involved but not involved, and have, and maybe she just wasn't as good at it, or she's not good enough at that type of activity to not make it so obvious, Mm because it's been very obvious. Mm -hmm. But now the more it goes on, it's too obvious. I think Mm -hmm. that she's not, she may actually believe what she's saying, that she's (laughs) not doing it on purpose. I think she's just deluded. Mm-hmm. In the sense that I think she's opportunistic and and latches on internally to whatever best 
affirms who she sees herself as. Mm. She doesn't think of herself as a shitster. So when she retells the story, she she retells it in a way that affirms that she's what not, she's thinking. Yes, and if she thinks Whitney's a shitster, then she tells the version of the story that affirms that Whitney's a shitster. And so maybe that explains why she is so adamant about how she is not this manipulator. And she doesn't, because she does seem very convinced that, you know, because I keep thinking about it. I'm like, she's, you're on camera. Yeah. You're on camera. All of this is going to be aired. How do you, here we go. And I think it's just in the moment, she doesn't think about it. She doesn't realize that she's telling a version version that she's like latched onto. TLDR. She's a selfish, stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> a deluded opportunist. Well, yeah. Whatever you want to say about that part, the new thing that we get is that rewind again to the Fresh Wolf photo shoot, and we see that Jen was, like, yelling about Mary being in a cult, um, putting people in her church on food stamps, someone committing suicide. Like, big accusations that they did not show previously. And, and just like every other story, we have a cousin of a cousin who... Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is what it is. It's very Salt Lake. It's very Nicki Minaj's cousin of a cousin... It's giving vaccine. <laughs> Balls. Oh. Oh. I, I just, like... I wonder what the decision was on the producers' parts to, like, leave that until now. Like, were they just thinking we have too many storylines going? <laughs> Let's just wait until we need... Or, I guess, the editors, but... Yeah, I think they just realized the Mary thing becomes more relevant later on. So, yeah. just save it for a flashback. So, keep the Jen and the Koa thing relevant until Jen's arrested and then bring this back. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so then... Mary but... says, that's why Jen is where she is and why I'm sitting here today. Which... To me, it was just, I was thinking it was the karma thing. <laughs> Bless you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> every time... I was trying to tell you. Every time we sneeze, it's either... Yeah, let's... Um, Sorry, Titi. Wait, you said... Well, Mary basically is like, Jen is where she is, and Jen is where she... That is... Excuse me. Why? Jen is where she is, and why I'm sitting here today. She lives a lie... To say all these things about my church and blah, blah, blah. And then I was thinking that she, she was basically just trying to say karma thing again. Like she kind of said at the table. Yeah. But you said maybe Mary's involved. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> I wrote that that's what you said. No, what I said was because Lisa in the middle of this, in her little talking at thing, or no, in the conversation was like, oh. Like, it, like almost Mary was saying it definitively as a religious figure you like she was spiritually involved jen's where she's at now because oh she's you know so but i was saying i think she really meant it more as jen lives this you know she lies a lot and when you do bad things bad things happen to you like Mm. the karma thing but then she ends it with and she tried the wrong the wrong one or something like that Mm -hmm. and that's what makes it seem like i guess maybe for lisa that it plays into the narrative that Mary is somehow wishing ill upon others with her god powers. Oh, I see. I thought you were saying that it was Mary was involved, like in maybe telling the feds or something. Oh, but that too. I mean, everybody. The whole speculation thing is open, right? So when you right. say something like that, that it's like, oh, are they talking about 
Do they know something? Mary's involved in why people know it. But I think, I mean, from what they said before, the whole thing, Jen thing is, from the documentaries, like, they've known about her for a long time. So. Yeah. Or they've been investigating her for a long time, I should say. Yeah. Well, this whole, I don't know. We can move on to the next day. We don't really get too much else on that until they talk about it later, which I'm guessing is, like, post-cameras being on. Right. Um, but the next day... Jenny apparently, like, did did Mary's makeup the night before, and so then they, like, come to an agreement, I guess. Mary says, can you accept that I accept your apology? Yeah, that was weird. Not, can you accept my apology? But I really think that this whole episode really is just showing Mary's character, and, like, it literally comes out over and over and over and over again of, like, how petty and just rude she is. Because she says that, she gives her these Louboutins, um, which I thought was funny. That it, well, no, I didn't think it was funny, but in her confessional, she was like, oh, yeah, I just had those laying around and never wore them. I brought them, and uh, I just gave them to Jenny to lighten my load, my luggage. Yeah. I, it's like she something's happened to make her want to backtrack the gift. Because in the moment... It sounds like she brought gifts, because later on we find out that she gave, gave gifts, gifts to, to most people. So it seems like one of two things happened. She brought gifts for everybody, including the shoes for Jenny, and gave them to her. Mm-hmm. Um, or she really brought a pair of shoes uh, that she was intending to wear, or something maybe wear. Jenny did something nice for her, so she decided to do something nice back. And she gifted the shoes to her. Right. And then something must happen so that in her confessional later on, she's saying, well, I just brought them as blah, blah, blah. And I gave it to her because it lightens my But she said something about it when she was walking out of the room, too. Like, to Ginny. What'd she say? She said something like, oh, I just had them. Kind of a thing. Not like, I brought these as a gift to you. Yeah, so I think she just... Yeah, so I think the second thing is true. She brought them for herself. Jenny did something nice and she gifted to it, but then she couldn't keep that going. Yeah. Something, because she's petty, so the next thing she had to say, because Jenny's probably done something to her. Yeah. Or said something she didn't like. So now she has to say in her confessional, oh, I just did But it, she so. said it to Jenny's face when she left the room. Not that she gave them to her so she didn't have to take them back home herself. Yeah, but it basically wasn't like, oh, these are a new gift I got you. It was like, oh, it was an afterthought, but I'll just give them to you anyway. Yeah. She's just being... Rude to her face. Yeah, but then it becomes more rude. Yeah, in the confessional. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I just think it's just a weird thing to say. Just give them to them. And that's right. it. Mm-hmm. But it, it does feel like, oh, now that you've accepted my... Or now that I've accepted your apology and you accept that, here's a gift. Like, it's just weird. And the fact that she kept... She said she brought one for all the girls, but she kept... She, like, withheld them all until they did whatever they she wanted them to do for her. Like, it's just wild. Yeah. Like, saying she wouldn't give it to Whitney, saying she wanted a Louis Vuitton bag back from Heather. Heather, and then, like, not giving any of them the gifts until Lisa went and talked to her. It's, like, so weird. Yeah. It just makes me just hate Mary more and more. So, the next morning, we see Heather and Whitney in Whitney's bed, I think, and... Whitney's upset that Heather, like, accepted a gift. Like, I guess she found out pretty quickly. Mm. Um, And Heather says that they came into her room after she was asleep. Lisa and Mary, like, jumped on her bed, gave her the Louis Vuitton bag, which we find out was the most expensive gift. Yeah, it was like over $5,000. 
And that Lisa basically is like, yay, we all hate Whitney. Here's a Louis Vuitton bag from Mary. Like, that's what it sounded like. Yeah, she did, yeah. And then Mary left the room saying that she wasn't going to be Whitney's friend. And then Whitney says, what a fucking two-faced, cold-hearted bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I mean, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Um, She says, what kind of a preacher of a church alienates people to make them feel less than? I mean, I think the fact... I'm glad she said that because this season one, two, and this season, you know, Mary's not a a virtuous person. No. Let's just put it that way. You know, she doesn't, like, represent good... I don't know. She's not technically the pastor, but she's a leader in her church. She doesn't take the high road. She doesn't turn the other cheek. She doesn't show only love. She doesn't know mercy or compassion. She gives expensive gifts and expects loyalty, you know, and deference and all sorts of things. But none of those are, quote-unquote, Christian virtues. Mm -mm. So... I don't know. She's just... (sighs) She has, like, pretty much zero redeeming qualities to begin with. And then on top of that, you're like, oh, right, this person is a preacher. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, some of those qualities that make her entertaining for TV. But at the end of the day, it's like... As a person. Yeah. And as supposedly a religious leader, you're not... You know what I mean? I wouldn't... Like, she's no (laughs) better than most people. Yeah. If you're going to be a leader, you should work on yourself. You should be putting in the work. You have to work hard on yourself to train yourself to not give in to the normal emotions or to, I don't know, develop yourself spiritually. And I don't feel she's done any of that. Yeah. Except for, you know, the exciting parts of where you get excited about (laughs) redemption and forgiveness and... Repentance. Remind you know? me. Remind me later in the episode, but toward the end, I want to go through and look at Mary's comments on her Instagram posts. Okay. Because I'm just curious. Like, I don't think we're the only ones that are on Heather and Whitney's side, but it is just kind of crazy that there's like four of them that are not on Heather and Whitney's side. And I just, I'm just curious to look at that. So I would think that would be an interesting thing to look at toward the end. Right. Um. Okay, so then Whitney says, Lisa dragged her manipulative fake ass, to, she's mad, to Mary's room. <laughs> she pinned it all on me, but I'm not taking it. And this is the part in the episode where I was like, yes, girl, come through. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm excited for this. And then we never get to have that real moment because no one ever realizes what's going on except Heather. And then we get to Heather's sister, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> Which it was I'm, a nice break, though. It was. And I'm glad we got to have this moment with her. Like, it was a nice moment. It just was very disconnected from the rest of the episode. It was. But I think it was a... But I think they also put it in there. Or not put it in there. I think it was a, a highlight of the highs and lows. Or the lows and lows. Of religion. It was a high for Heather because she's reconnecting with her sister... It's a low for Heather because she's having, as she said, to humble herself mm-hmm. because she cut this person out is, you know, with her family. It wasn't just herself, but her and her family cut her sister off because of the things she did younger that Heather's doing now. Yeah. And so she basically has to say, you know, I was wrong and I shouldn't have done all that, which is in itself a low. But it's good because she's, you know... Asking for forgiveness, trying to be better. Yeah. Um, 
So there's a high to it as well. And then it's juxtaposed by the fact that the, the episode ends with her basically having butted heads with everybody. Except for uh, Whitney. I was going to say it's kind of an... It, as much as it doesn't seem like it parallels, I mean, it does parallel because not to just flat out be that person saying, like, all religion is bad or wrong or whatever, but it does kind of show, like, religious religion can really ostracize people um, and yeah. can have a negative effect on a lot of communities. And, I mean, then we have this... It's, like, juxtaposed with this preacher who's being really rude and not having any of the actual alienating people religious yeah exactly speaking definitively about things like they shouldn't yeah it's kind of like showing that like religion can be very destructive destructive but also like you can kind of have this thought of maybe mary doesn't actually think she's god or speak for god or whatever but like you can have this like moral hierarchy in your head that you're better than people because of religion and i think it's evident Mary has that and that the rules don't apply to her and like instead of them her Heather's family like accepting her sister with love they're doing the opposite because it's okay because it's what Mormonism told them right so as much as it did seem very random in here like and maybe something that they could have just put in like a flashback or like made very quickly like oh yeah I made up with my sister or something like I think having it in there and having them talk about it and having this person talk about how religion affected her in a negative way is yeah. like a nice juxtaposition to what Mary is doing. Uh-huh. And I didn't have that thought until just now. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't. I literally was about to come in here and be like, why do we have this in here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's not too much I wanted to talk about with that except the ending line, which I didn't really think was that funny. It was funny only because it sounded like she was going to say something very serious, like sappy yes. and emotional or, you know, aggressive. And then she just said something about drinking. <laughs> I was like, said, oh. Heather said, I'm sorry for my faith about my sister and I hope we can move on from there. And then the girl was, the girl, Nancy, her sister was like, let's have a celebration of life for dad. Um, but let's not just celebrate dad's life. Let's celebrate our new one without dad. Like what we're allowed to be ourselves in basically. And let's celebrate you stopping drinking Tito's with water and lime. And then they left. <laughs> and I was like, that's a pretty normal drink. No, but she said, <laughs> but she didn't say it like that. She said, she said, I need to. And also this is very serious. You have to stop drinking Tito's with lime, and it was more funny than that. I thought, but it was it was unexpected. But also, it's a very it's, if you're gonna be a big drinker, I mean, that's a good drink to have because it's like very, you know, cuts out a lot of the sugary mix. Yeah. Well, I don't think she's just drinking water. Also, I think it, it feels sure to me sparkling like sparkling water. It feels to me like she has a lot of gay friends because <laughs> that's like you think. I mean, Tito's and... Oh, Heather? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Nancy. I was no, like, no, 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 Heather. <laughs> because it's like, it's like gay water, you know? Yeah. The gays love a water long island. Vodka soda with a little lime or lemon. Anyways. Okay, back at the cabin or apartment, no, house, we see Meredith brought like a ton of clothes. Um, Lisa said she was sad. I'm sad. Sad. Pretty. Someone's crying. (laughs) That Meredith and her were like on bad terms. Meredith said she didn't sleep. She's sad that she brought up the camera thing to Mary. Or 
Yeah, this is where she really lays it out. She's sad that she brought up the camera. She's feeling guilty. At all. Because last year, when the Seth thing was happening, where Jen was kind of spreading rumors about them, like, sleeping with other people, she felt like the only people that weren't talking about her behind her back was Mary and Lisa. Okay, 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 okay. We gotta pause here, because I was annoyed by this. I, I, I mean, I agree. First of all, she made it sound like everybody was shit-talking the stink out of her. Yeah. When really, Jen was the only one that said anything salacious. So Jen was the only one that suggested that there were other relationships. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. Whitney, I think, was involved in the conversation because Jen brought it up to her. And she just kind of, she didn't confirm or say anything. She and was just kind of like, that's weird. Nobody else said anything really disparaging. Was there some questions and comments? But you have to, re- like, you even, in, like, you're married. People are going to comment on your right. marriage. Especially when things are weird. You don't live in the same town. You act estranged. You kind of, you know, people are going to talk about it. Like, don't get wrapped up in, in all that shenanigans. And also people are, it's not even like bored with their lives. Like, that's just what people do. They like, oh, look right. at that. You're sport for your neighbors. Your your neighbors are sport for you. You talk about your neighbors. You know what I'm saying? Like, so just chill out. Stop well, acting like somebody came up and stabbed you. <laughs> you know, chill the fuck out. Maybe she means when this was happening to her, it was affecting her more than people knew. And the only people that like reached out were Mary and Lisa. So like. She said the only people that didn't talk about her. I mean, that is true that she said that, but. I just mean maybe she and feels honestly like the way Mary talks, I'm sure Mary said something. Sounds like you're on the downfall of Meredith's side too now. No, but I'm not on the downfall of Meredith's side. I'm just saying I this was just unrealistic and annoying. Like stop mm-hmm. acting like people Mary did the same thing. If you're my friend, you wouldn't do this. You wouldn't yeah. engage in this conversation. Shut shut up. Like <laughs> get over. People talk I'm sure people talk about if people aren't talking about you, what are you doing? You know, nothing interesting. So your life is interesting. It was a rough patch. You were separated. You did unusual things for Utah. Yeah. And Jen was the only one that was really spreading rumors. The other ones were just, like, replying to Jen. Exactly. So, like, that's what I'm saying. The drama, the the theatrics, the heightened emotion of, like, what happened to you. Like, nothing happened to you. Nobody did anything to you. Shut I just up. Feel like Meredith <laughs> has a lot to say until she realizes that it's not going to benefit her, and then she like backtracks. And I'm not liking that, Meredith. Yeah, I'm liking evil Meredith in the tub. <laughs> I'm not liking this backtracking. I want to apologize, Meredith. I mean, I kind of, but I also. Understand. Anyone who's on Mary's side at this point is on my bad side. And Meredith happens okay. to be okay. Mary's biggest proponent okay. right now. But, I mean, I think it is big of Meredith in the sense of saying, okay, I think I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing to somebody that I know. And she's willing to admit it and confront it. And I think that speaks well to her character in that situation. Yeah. But at the end of this trip, I mean, we'll get to it, but I think that... Even if all the cult stuff, if the Cameron thing, if none of that is true, at the end of the day, Mary's a bully and really rude and just, like, not good with friendships. And I don't think that I would want to... I'm not going to back somebody who's going to back that person. Even if the cult stuff is a bullshit. Yeah. Right. I agree. When it comes down to it, she's not a bit a great She's person. not a good person. Yeah. Um, okay, so then Heather and Whitney are eating at the table in the morning. Um, Heather's like, where is everybody, do you think? And Whitney says, 
hiding from the truth. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> um, Meredith sits down in the living room and she's like, I want there to be resolve and no bad mouthing behind backs. And then behind backs. Behind backs. And Jenny said in her confessional, I don't want people talking behind my back. Or she's like, oh, you don't want people talking behind your back, but you're going to hire a private investigator? Uh, okay, but we also know that Meredith didn't hire a private investigator to investigate Jen. It was investigate tweets that happened to be, not tweets, text messages. Text. But I was kind of... Terrorisms. Terrorisms. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping that she would say, oh, you don't want to talk about people behind their back, but you're the one that brought it up in the first place. But that's not where she went. Unfortunately. Um, she's like, we're all friends. We need to support each other. She says she wants to apologize for... For to marry, um, and that she owes Whitney an apology for bringing it up in the first place. That was wrong, and I never should have said it to anyone other than you. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. And then Whitney says <laughs> the real thing that we're all thinking. The only reason this came out was because Meredith, or because Cameron was at Lisa's event, and that Cameron told Meredith. And then Lisa says, "What's happening here?" <laughs> I mean, she did say in this moment something that kind of clarifies it because otherwise it's pretty clear that she just invited Cameron to shit talk Mary. But if Cameron is on the council board, whatever, of the charity that they were sponsoring, then it makes sense for him to be there. But she literally was like, oh, Meredith, I want to introduce you to someone. He knows Mary. Right. And you're friends with Mary. Well, but then I was going to say, this is the part where they bring in the flashback. Or was it at the beginning with the dinner? I think it was at this part that they say, they show the flashback of her having dinner with him. With, no, they did that at the beginning. Oh, okay. But, so yeah, so coupled so with we that, know before, the fact that it was planned because she... Yeah. So anything Lisa says about this is BS. Well, even even if it wasn't planned for him to be there, the, even if that wasn't the plant... Mm-hmm. Lisa had information. She had two people at a party. She was hoping to have Whitney at the same party. Yeah. And one person, Whitney, who's kind of like anti-Mary at this time, one person who's uh, Meredith, who is pro-Mary at this time, having both those people in the same room and introducing them to this Cameron person would have maybe been a shit show. However, just Meredith was there. And then... She still made the a point to be like, "Oh, you guys know Mary together," and then run away. Right. <laughs> so, and the fact that she had dinner with him off camera prior. a month prior to this trip. Yeah. So not when things had gone sour between her and Mary. Yeah. It just speaks to the fact that she knew what she was doing. Yes. Um. So Whitney is like. Saying that Lisa's manipulating everything, and it's really clear. Lisa's like, here we go again. I don't control everything. Take accountability for your own actions. Mary wants, or Meredith wants Mary to say whatever she wants to say. And then Mary says, I don't know why I owe you all any explanation. Whitney said she was going to bring it up to Mary, but then she went to bed. So she couldn't bring it up to her. I don't know if this is an example of gaslighting or a straw man. But it's one of those, I think, where Lisa is saying that she doesn't control everybody's thoughts and emotions. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a straw man because she's basically creating 
a separate argument that she can easily win because we obviously know that Lisa can't control everybody's thoughts and what they say. Yeah. So it makes it sound like she's, it may, gives her a little air of correctness because yeah, you can't control what everybody thinks and says, but that's not the accusation. The accusation is that you are involving yourself in a manipulative way with certain actions. Not that she you set up a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, she set up the, she set up Jen to talk about this, Koa thing and to be angry at Whitney for sending him the products. She set up camera being at the Cameron being at the same party as Meredith and tried to get Whitney to be at the same party and then at the same time not inviting Jen to that to make Jen feel some type of way. And then uh I mean she wasn't the one that fully set up Mary being angry at Whitney, but by planting everything in Meredith's head, then that then made Whitney involved in the Mary campaign it's all i think it's gaslighting to say that you didn't have anything to do with anything yeah well maybe it's both it's gaslighting to make people sound crazy that you could do that but it's also a straw man argument because you could win that particular argument because yeah you can't control everybody's thoughts and feelings yeah. but that's not the actual the accusation okay well there's a lot of things that are said at one time do you want me to just read them all or should we just <laughs> Do you want to read them off one by one? They're like together. You play. Oh, there's just so, there's oh. way more than just two. <laughs> Wait, where did we just leave off? We left off at. Uh... Well, so Heather sticks up for. Um, maybe I'll just do this part, and then you can interject. Well, first of so, all, Mary says you're a nobody to Whitney. Whitney is saying like she didn't bring it up to Mary because Mary went to bed, and then Whitney's or Mary's like. You're exhausting, honestly. Bring your head down. You're a nobody. Right. Very demeaning. Demeaning low jobs for no so, reason. So Christian. Out of the blue. Right. <laughs> so Christian. So pastorly. So loving. Such a leader of the flock. <laughs> <laughs> leader of the flop. <laughs> and it's really, okay, this is also another thing. Her reads are really aren't that good. They're bad. They're just kind of mean. They're childish. Yeah. She's like a yeah yeah I think she's like a five year old you know sometimes it's like okay she she doesn't have the mental oh, capabilities wait. to make real reads yeah <laughs> this also reminds me of little girl little girl this reminds me of uh, there was a preview for the season of of Orange County this year uh-huh. and this one girl gets mad and she says like sit down okay and the girl's like I am sitting. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, and then Heather sticks up for Whitney, yeah. saying you're being mean to her, which of course Mary says she doesn't care because she's rude. Um, Lisa says that you, Mary cares actually cares about Whitney, and then Mary says contradictory <laughs> to everything else she says that she does care about Mary. Yeah, about is, Whitney. Oh. That Mary cares about Whitney. <laughs> a lot. I know. Mary cares about Whitney. Which, every other time she they've talked about this, she said they're not friends. Yes. She doesn't give a shit. So then Heather's like, that's not what you said last night. Hey, okay, and it wasn't what she said last night when they were playing Slumber Party in the bed giving Louis Vuitton bags. Yeah. And so Whitney said that last night, Lisa... Um, oh, so Whitney was illustrating that Lisa Last night Lisa saw... saw a crack in the relationship mm-hmm. 
um, and is trying to manipulate the situation to benefit herself. To making the crack worse between Mary and Whitney. Exactly. And then Lisa says, I mean, honestly, I think this was kind of a good, a nice little line. She says, don't think the worst of me or I will think the worst of you. And you didn't write the rest of it. She says, and you're not going to like it. Which isn't that great. But I was like, okay, you know, T, what are you going to say? But she's like, don't think the worst of me. But it's like, how can I not think the worst of you if you're doing the worst? Right. But also, I think Lisa does think the worst of Whitney. Right? Oh, she doesn't yeah. think I very think Lisa well already thought the worst of Whitney. Yeah. So. so I guess it really isn't a good line. Yeah. Um, she says, I'm a fucking New Yorker. Which is such a New Yorker thing to say. Yes. Because they people from New York always say how they're from New York, but there's nothing there's nothing really to me that, about Lisa that reads New York. Also, wasn't she there until she was like four or something? I think she has family there. I think she spends a lot of time there. Family. Or exactly. family. Yeah, you're right though. We met this girl, well, woman at the bar the other night, and she came over and started talking to us, and then we were like in a mindset of being like oh, let's try to make a friend or whatever. So she came over and talked to us, and then we were like, what's your name or whatever? And she's like, where are you from? And we were like, oh, told her where we're from and where we, how we had moved from New York a couple years ago. Mind you, I was there two years. You were there one and a half years. Or I was there one and a half, and you were there nine one. Nine months. Nine months. Yeah. Which we did tell her these things. And she said, oh, I knew you guys were New Yorkers. I could spot it across the bar. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Which then in turn told me she wasn't really a New Yorker either. <laughs> because I mean, I feel, yeah. Otherwise, I feel like they would have been like, oh, you're not real New Yorker. Probably. Anyway. Um, so then Whitney says, what made you change your mind and go talk to Mary? To Lisa. About to Lisa. Because what she did was Shady Boots. Yes. She basically said negative thing, you know, pulled the cat out of the bag during the conversation and then right after went to Mary to be the first person to spin the narrative mm-hmm. about what had just transpired. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Heather said that we got, they got gifts, mm-hmm. um, which Mary says that's none of your business. And I was very confused by that because I was like, you gave You made it everyone's business except Whitney's. That is their business. Yeah. You gave gifts to everybody. That's their individual business. They yeah. can talk about it, you know? And then and Heather says during the gift giving session that um, Lisa. Lisa was very giddy about being done with Whitney and the whole situation, which Lisa's defense uh, was saying she was not smiling and being happy about the Whitney situation, but rather that the, um, gifts. the gifts, you know, which I mean, maybe no, to Lisa give was, them nice things. Yeah, but Lisa was being giddy about the fact that her and Mary were back on each other's sides. And Lisa's Whitney's fun, fun it to, to make it sound like she was the good guy. And, and then on top of it, guy. we're getting Louis Vuitton. Yes, exactly. Like, that's, a, <laughs> that's also childish bullshit. Like, oh my God, can you believe it? We all hate this one girl and now I'm on everyone's friend side again. Yeah, I think Lisa was probably feeling very on unsettled grounds about her, what was happening. And she fixed it in her mind with Mary. Lisa was drunk she on made- fixing the situation <laughs> so that she looked good. Right, exactly. Which is, at the end of the day, I think what her subconscious goal is. I don't always, I don't know if she thinks, I don't know if she realizes how manipulative she's trying to be. Yeah. I think she's just trying to meet that little person on the inside of her that says she needs to look a certain type of way. Yeah. So. 
Well, then Lisa says that Heather's fucking delusional. Heather says it's delusion when you were shit talking Mary all night and then now you're friends again. And then somehow that devolves into what gifts they all got, which everybody got like around a thousand dollar gifts. And then Heather's was five thousand something. One of them was over two, I remember. Oh, okay. They were all very expensive, which I mean, I guess if Mary has enough money, maybe it doesn't, or, and they're all pretty well off, maybe it doesn't feel that way, but I don't know. And if they're Jenny's reaction to it makes me feel like, you know, there are certain gifts that make you feel like, oh, yes, you know, and then at the same time, it's like, is Mary using expensive, because she does this, mm-hmm. using expensive gifts as a way to maintain her status in mm-hmm. the group, like, be nice to me or you won't get the nice handbags I give out. Heather says buying allegiances is not healthy. Right. Oh, see, case point, yeah. Yep. Mary says, let's bring up the dinner night, how you... Or, and then Heather says, well, you can't really think of anything I said the night because I had like three bottles of wine. And then Mary's like, let's bring up the husband. <laughs> <laughs> Mary's like, let's bring up the wine. Let's bring up the drinking and how people have to drive you home every time you go out. Which, well, I think people drive all of them home. Well, and it, it doesn't matter if you've had one glass of wine or three glasses or True. three bottles. If you've been drinking a little bit, you're, you shouldn't drive yourself home. Yeah. And also... Uh, I think the whole thing started with her saying that with the dinner that night and how Heather didn't back Mary, but Heather was like, you were being rude and horrible, which she was. To her friend. Right. Right. So then Mary has to attack Heather personally because she can't defend herself. So she has to say, oh, well, you're a drunk. Mary takes the low blow, like, literally whenever she can. Yeah. Also, as if, like, oh, Mary, you're higher than her because you walked in and had, like, three champagne glasses that night, too. So, like, <laughs> right. fuck off. Right. And and tried to put on a, the worst Italian accent of all time. Oh, my God. That's way worse <laughs> than being an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Heather in her confessional says, we don't talk about how you married your step-granddaddy. We don't? We don't. We haven't. We don't say that you married your step-granddaddy. But now, but now we've said it. But now, now we said it. Now we said it. <laughs> and then she has this really good line where she was like maybe i am always drunk around her but if people can't be around you without drinking then maybe you're the problem yeah okay oh she said i can't deal with her crazy mm-hmm. sober also i just wonder how long after they film that they do the confessionals like is it two weeks later or is it two months later i have no idea i really don't know if I had to guess it would be just a couple weeks so that like new things haven't happened but at the same time they're wearing, like, the same outfits every time. So I don't know if they re-set up the entire setup to look the exact same or if they have, like, one confessional over the course of, like... Like, if they have, like, four times where they just sit them down over the course of months or if they sit them down, like, every week and they just wear the same outfits. Yeah, I don't know. Because on Drag Race, they wear the same outfits throughout the entire time. So you never know if it's a month later or if it's while it's happening. I think they have different sessions. And I only say this because I think with Shaw's of Sunset, because they do something very similar... And I think I remember them posting different times when they've, when it's like, it's confessional day Mm -hmm. and like going in to, to do their uh, recordings. But I don't know, but may, I don't know if they do it all in one day, but I really think they do multiple times. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I know they have multiple outfits, but I don't know if every time they show them in one outfit, if that's only one session or if they have multiple times in the same outfit. I don't think they do multiple times in the same outfit. And the reason I don't think that is because I think you can't, it, that's something like on Drag Race when there's like just the basic makeup and the same clothes mm-hmm. and you can get away with. But like 
think of like Erica. You that's know, true. Her that's makeup true. is so any difference would be noticeable. I feel and the hair and everything. Yeah, you're right. Right. So I don't think they do multiple days of the same look. Okay, so then Heather basically gets up and starts walking away. She's like, we're all doing what we said we wouldn't do last night. Um, And that she says, but we're all scared of Mary to say anything else. Um, Heather said that Lisa uh, told them the Cameron story. And that Heather's like walking away. And Lisa's like, what are you talking about? This is not what we talked about last night. And Heather's like... That's not what you said last night, Lisa, when you said that Cameron sold his house for $300,000 so that Mary could have it because he was under her spell. Yeah, so this was the... But of course, Mary, or at least had already talked to Mary about it. So it was like, oh, that lie. Yeah. That they've already talked. So it wasn't as, I guess, impactful as maybe it would have been if she hadn't said it before. It makes me excited for the reunion, though. Because Mary's going to see that they all were talking shit well, about it. Well, and it was Lisa time. that blurted out the lie, as right. it were. So, as if it was fact. Okay. And well, and she says that she believes it 100%. Yeah. Which is so bizarre. <laughs> it is very bizarre. Which makes this whole thing, that's what makes the whole, most of this episode weird with Lisa, is that you can't, you said that, and yet you're still trying to canoodle. Lisa's doing what Meredith, Lisa thinks she's doing what Meredith is actually doing. Meredith realized she made a mistake in the moment. She shut up and then she apologized the next day. Right. Whereas Lisa, is doing it and then immediately realizing, oh, this was a mistake and then running inside and telling Mary her version of it. Right. Getting out ahead of it. Mm-hmm. I also, um, not to backtrack too far, but it, I forgot to say, I wanted to say the way that Mary was talking, even to Lisa during this whole conversation was very weird, like strange how she, uh, remember that time she was like, yeah. I was like, oh my god. She really does think she's above everybody. There. I know. I was like, if somebody would have talked to me like that, I would have let them have it. Oh no, ma'am. Oh no, ma'am. You will not be talking to me like that. We will not be having a conversation. <laughs> so, I understand why people got frustrated and left. Yeah. But then Lisa, but when Heather gets up to leave, Lisa's like, this is what you always do. And I'm like, when has Heather ever ran away That's from... That's what Meredith always does. Right. Disengage. Yeah. Right? But I don't... Heather's never left an argument. Right, yeah, never. So, what are you talking about? Yeah. Lisa starts yelling from upstairs. Heather's downstairs. Whitney goes downstairs to be with them. Um, and then Lisa's, like, yelling. And then Heather says, like, says, like fuck off. But, like, not, tach- not actually to Lisa. Um, she Heather- yells it upstairs. <laughs> She's like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Heather says, I feel like this has been a week that I've been in hell. And I wish I would have been the one that got arrested. Which is... <laughs> Hilarious. Like, if I would have got arrested, I would have missed all this. Yeah. (laughs) Mary says, if Heather would have just copped up to to saying these things last night, we wouldn't be in this. Whitney's like, if everyone sitting here would admit that they said we wouldn't... If everyone would have admitted that they said what they said last night, then we wouldn't be doing this. Um, Mary said it wouldn't be good friends to be talking about her last night. She also said to Whitney that she 100% agrees. Yeah, she's like, so I was like, she's like, those, you guys wouldn't be friends if you were talking about me last night. And then Jenny is like, well, they were all talking about you last night and about your church. And then Mary's like, I didn't ask for this. I was born into money. I would never rip anyone off. (laughs) The fact Heather would say that, her little chubby self. Yeah, Yeah, that was choice. There's no redeeming yourself from that. Like, I'm sorry, I... It's just, 
It has nothing to do with anything. Also, Heather, yes, is a little bit broader in stature than the other girls, but Heather is, like, not chubby. Yeah. Well, okay, let's... She's not, by any means, like, a size zero. But she's not obese. No. You know? So, she's she's just doing a low blow because, again, she has to take personal attacks in order to win in the situation. Yeah. Also, I'd rather be a little bit chubby than have your taste. Okay. Exactly. She dresses like she crawled through a dumpster. Then she dresses like she crawled through, like... The dumpster of, like, a Nordstrom rack. <laughs> Just kind of put on whatever came out. <laughs> yeah. Like, expensive brands, but that nobody wanted somehow. Like, the I guess now we're taking Lobos. <laughs> Fuck her. <laughs> and she said, I've been through this my whole life. People treating me for my lifestyle. I like how Does she that said... Does religion or for being rich? For being rich. Yeah. I also... Calm don't... the fuck down. I'm sorry. I don't, I thought this was really weird too because she said, I didn't ask for this. And I was like, you literally bypassed your mother in inheritance because you said God wanted that. Well, to be fair, her grandmother said God wanted that. The inheritance was not in the will. The, what her grandmother said was that she wanted one of her daughters, her female, this could have been her mother that married the step-granddad. Mm. Right? But it wasn't. It was Mary. Mary makes it sound like the grandma told her she wanted it. No. She said her. in the first season... We have to go back and check because in the first season, I'm pretty sure... That's what it sounds like at first. But when she starts to talk about it, she said that she wanted one of her girls to marry him. And she wanted... Uh, wait, shit. Yeah, she wanted... That was really all she said was that she wanted... One of her female relatives to marry her husband. I don't think you just get to get the inheritance if it wasn't in the will. Well, because he was the husband. He. There was no in the inheritance. Was he had to have said at some point, like she wanted me to marry you. He wouldn't just marry a random one. I think he must have liked her. <laughs> she was young. I don't know. He, he was. It's, his... it's muddy. It's it's not. It's not okay. known one way or another if she actually. Stole the money. But there was no not, legal document saying that she... I'm going to have to go back. But she also you. clearly doesn't want to actually marry her grandma's husband. Yes, but she talked to the Lord, remember? And they came and they had their time together and they came to the realization. Right, well, your task for this coming week is to go back and... I'm telling them. you, that's what she said. <laughs> it wasn't in... There was no legal document. They talked about it and basically realized that it was the will of God that she get the inheritance and not her mother. That's how it happened. Okay. That's what she said. Well, let's move on and talk about the thing that really was upsetting that she said in this moment. That it's not fair to compare her to Jen, which, first of all, who's comparing her to Jen? Well, she's talking about fraud, like stealing money from people. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Um, But then she says, when I look at her, I see a thug. You know those Mexican people that make all those drugs? To compare me to that... Like those Mexican people that make all those drugs, yeah. So basically she's saying that she thinks that Jen is a thug. And thugs are brown And thugs in her mind, yeah, are Mexican people. People of color, yeah. I mean, she's also a person of color, but... It is a racist thing to say. Yeah, it came across very sketch. 
It's also just I also also just, cartels are not synonymous with Mex. I mean, the right. word cartel it, culturally for Americans is synonymous with in a way with Mexico because of the history. But Mexico is not the only place that has drug rings, empires, you know, kingpins and bosses. Like that's the mob in New York, is in New Jersey. You know, like every country has their own thing like that. Uh, criminal underground. Well, clearly Mary has bias. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what it comes across as. I just don't understand, like, she just, I like, she gets mad and then she spews these things that are in her head that she would never say out loud. Mm-hmm. But she's on camera and she chooses to say them out loud. It's crazy. I mean, the same thing with the chubby comment. Like, and I can't believe that nobody around her said, like, oh. those are uncalled for. Either yeah. of those two comments. That's what I, that's the thing that Meredith did this episode that I was like, oh, yes. when she laughed at it, it was like, ooh. And she said, you can't talk about someone's faith in church when you don't know the truth. Immediately after that. She uh, yeah. brushed, brushed it off like, I'm not having this conversation, but didn't stick up for anybody else in this conversation. Yeah. I mean, I don't laugh it's when somebody's attacking somebody's like. If you're supposed to be somebody's Appearance. friend, you know, don't let them. I mean, Meredith and Heather are on good terms, so why are you letting Mary just say exactly. what she wants about her? Exactly. I mean, Heather didn't really do anything to Mary even. She wasn't even really having that conversation the night before. Like, she was out of it. It was mm-hmm. mostly Lisa, her, and Whitney. Yeah. All this right. was an icky episode. Yeah, it didn't make me like anybody at all except for Heather and Whitney. Yeah, and even then it was more like, I feel bad. I feel bad for Heather and Whitney, and I just, and everybody else kind of took hits. Yeah. And Jenny wasn't really involved in this, but her, like, sticking with those three and everything, like, basically said all I needed to say about how she felt about this situation. Yeah. Well, in her defense, Lisa is her, like, point of contact in the group. Mm-hmm. So she's probably not ready, like, if she, even if she disagreed to, like, yeah, that's true. break off fully. Because she doesn't know everybody, so she's still getting the lay of the land. Yeah. So I don't blame her for that. Personally. So then Mary goes downstairs. She, like, tries to talk to Heather a little bit. She said she wants her purse back, but we don't actually ever see the purse. Well, she doesn't ask Heather for it either. She just makes a comment. Right. But then she says that this is hurtful, and Heather says, I'm sorry I hurt you. And then she said... You're a liar. And then she says, you're oh, weird. Wow. You're weird. Which is a very 10-year-old thing <laughs> to say. <laughs> yes. So then the four yeah, of them... you're weird. <laughs> the four of them get into a car. They're going to fly private. Whitney and Heather get, like, look for a Delta flight. Lisa says, if they would have kept their mouths shut, they wouldn't be flying commercial. <laughs> Annoying. Then Lisa says, bless this plane ride. And Mary says, bless the Lord. As in, this was the Lord's plan. For us to fly private. <laughs> and that's the end of the I episode. Mean... <laughs> right. I feel like we've done a lot already of time, but we get a lot of stuff on the this season on. So this tells me a couple things. One, normally they do this season when they're about halfway through the season. And we're on episode 12, which means this season's going to be long, even though we don't know how long it's going to be. Yeah. Um... Yeah, because, well, they're basically on the second half. Right, exactly. So we're going to at least get 12 more episodes, probably. So we see Jen is on a party bus with all of them. She seemingly fights Lisa. Um, They are, like, looking like they're all kind of, like, getting along again. Like, not just 
the four of them, but like everybody with Whitney and Heather, like we see Lisa do the splits and they're all kind of like laughing. Um, then Mary and Jen are sitting down and she said, I pray to God you're guilty. I, I mean, innocent. <laughs> well, did she say, she's like, I pray yes. that you're innocent. She's like, I am innocent. And she said, I pray you're guilty. I, innocent. No, oh, did she? Yes, oh, it was yeah. on the subtitles too. <laughs> um, it looks like at one point Meredith and Jen get into it. Um, and then Mary says she doesn't trust Lisa fully. Um, Jen is like, where the fuck is everyone? I've always been there for them the whole time. We see Ginny at a Vita party and Mary is walking away. I was trying to see how many episodes there are going to be. It doesn't say. I've looked in already. We see Ginny at a Vita party. Did you notice it was Vita in the background? I did. Yeah, I saw that. When I paused it. And she's like, yeah, walk away, Mary. And then throws a glass on the ground and breaks it. Yes. She says, I know how to make it. Only in Salt Lake City. Has there ever been a glass breaking on the ground moment? Not Salt Lake City? Oh, not the ground. Well, Lisa yes. Rena broke the one on the New table. Jersey has for sure broken things on the ground. Okay. I don't know if they've thrown... Yeah, yes. I have to say... I want to say yes. Yeah. I know they've knocked things on the ground. Did they throw them purposely and turn drawn a blank? But I feel like New Jersey would have definitely done it. Well, I'm just glad that we get to see Jenny join the party a little bit mm-hmm. again. Um, We see Meredith saying... Because my father died? What doesn't fucking add up about that? Yeah. We don't know who that's uh, to. Yeah. Um, Mary said, my congregation doesn't like you, to Lisa. And Lisa says, what congregation? They're all leaving because they don't know who they pray to. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Oh, I kind of meant to say something, though, about this. Because not, not in a defense of Mary, but the whole uh, religious thing, the, the whole idea of... Mary being God, I think it's probably skewed. Because she says in the episode that God lives within her. Mm-hmm. But the whole, that is not in and of itself a new concept. There's lots of religions that where, like, the idea that divinity, like, human soul is either divinity or part of divinity mm-hmm. is, uh, I don't know if I would say common common, but I think it is pretty common. So I think that's probably what it is. I mean, maybe she she definitely abuses her position, you know? But, well, I, I could see how people would take hear that and be like, oh, that's culty. Yeah. But really, it's not that weird for people to believe that their inner self is either a part of God or like, you know, like the Bible says man is made in God's image. Some people take that as saying, oh, humans are like God. We're just. Yeah. Whatever. I just don't think. I don't I don't necessarily care about her like saying the congregation thing, but I do like that eventually it seems like Lisa is gonna be against her. Wait, you didn't think Lisa was gonna be against her? Wait, what I'm say? happy to see oh. that Lisa is eventually going to be against her. Right. But like it also plays Lisa into like Lisa being uh, you know, uh, opportunist. Yeah. I, yeah. She went hard for Mary, now she's you know, tracked and now she's gonna go now hard again. Friends, I mean, now she's <laughs> flopped on Mary again. It's like, come on. Girl. Well, this episode made me very anti Mary, so at least it seems like eventually some of them decide not to be Team Mary. Right. I mean, I feel like maybe by the end of it, then none of them will be. But who knows? Oh, well, no, Meredith, that's what I would think. But Meredith, Meredith is still is posting still pictures and selfies with her on her Instagram. You right. You right. You right. Um, okay, so then Meredith. The last shot we see is Meredith walking away uh, and saying. Oh, I'll talk about who somebody dated that they don't want anyone to know about. And she yeah. seems drunk. <laughs> yes. With Seth. So, 
We'll see who that's about or if that actually goes anywhere. But seems like we have a lot of stuff still to come this season. Another drop. Maybe we'll get a four-part reunion. Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Do you have any moments that you were excited to see about, like, on the reunion come <laughs> up from this point on? Or from this point? I mean, from this point, I think it's all going to be the the realization that what everybody's talking about Mary behind her back, the way they presented it to her is not how it's happened. Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, and maybe we'll get a little bit more of like Lisa, like the realization of Lisa from Meredith or somebody else. Like it's on team Lisa. I'm excited for them to confront the fact, because you may disagree with people's actions, but Meredith and Whitney typically represent, sorry, Heather and Whitney typically represent themselves as things happen. Yeah. They don't try to, like, make things, you know, if they do something wrong, they either stand by their action or they say sorry. Yeah. Whereas, and Meredith is kind of in the same boat, mostly, and the rest of them, so, well, I don't know about Jenny, but, like, the, but Mary, the way that Mary talks and Lisa talks um, is the opposite, it's very, like, hypocritical. So I'm interested for that to be a point of conversation in the reunion. Yeah. It's being like, I, you know, like, you. this is what you say, but this is not what you do. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that's basically that episode. I, I just went back and looked on Mary's Instagram a little bit from her most recent post. And it seems like a lot of them are still very Team Mary. But there are, like, some of the top comments are hashtag cancel Mary and calling her a racist. So, there's that. A lot of people, it seems like, are commenting, like, the Mexican flag and, like, cancel Mary. So, it seems like her um, Mexican comment was not overlooked. Yeah, but people, I mean, people are always going to stand different people for whatever reason, so. Yeah. I mean, it kind of feels just, like maybe her social media team is working overtime to cut a lot of this out, but... Yeah. I just find it hard. I don't know. The whole fact that she's... Even if she wasn't a pastor, she's her actions are very hypocritical. And then the, on top of that, the fact that you are a pastor, it just it makes it worse. Or not a pastor, I'm sorry. She's a religious leader. It says preacher. Preacher, whatever. Earlier this episode. Okay, um, do you want to do your, our superlatives and wrap it up? Do you have one? I want to say my superlative goes to Nancy for being the only light in this episode. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say my superlative goes to Jen Shaw for knowing which episode not to be in. <laughs> God, things would have been way worse if she was in. I know. All right. Well, um, we look forward to this season on. I wonder which of those moments we're going to see next week because we're finally out of Veil. Yeah. And Veil was a fail. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see where we go from here. Okay. I'm Tyler. I'm Travis. And this has been Privilege Swing. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.